What in the hell? And what in the actual hell is going on? And what in the actual hell is going on? What is up? Carly J coming at you with episode five. Today, I want to put it out there that I'm definitely going to be covering something pretty serious for this episode. And most of my stuff, I really want to be lighthearted and I want it to be funny and just kind of something easy for a lot of people to listen to, especially because there's so much crazy shit happening. But I wanted to talk about this specifically because being a female in the military, it's never easy. The story of Vanessa Guillen is so fucking disturbing that I really think it should be talked about because the more we talk about it, the more that's going to be done because of it. If for whatever reason you guys don't know her story, she was an American soldier over in Fort Hood, which Fort Hood right now is really fucked up. They're a whole chain of command. That that whole fucking base needs to be shut down at this point. But her story is on April 22nd, she went missing. And from what I understand, her chain of command didn't really do much about it. The main reason why her story is being told now is because her family has reached out and the social social media has blown up. Her family went live on the news a day ago, two days ago, and I watched it. It's on YouTube. If you search Vanessa Guillen, a bunch of stuff will pop up. It's a 45-minute news video and her family talks and explains themselves and it's heartbreaking how mistreated this whole entire case has been. Something should have been done as soon as Vanessa said something about being sexually harassed. But according to her sister who speaks because her poor fucking mother damn near had a heart attack the other day is what they said on the news. But she explains in the live interview that her sister was terrified to say anything because it was her superior that had did it. And what had happened was she was in the shower and her superior walked in, sat down and watched her shower. That was what started this whole thing. And she was scared to bring it up to her chain of command because she didn't know what was going to happen with her career. If you look up the, if you search hashtag I am Vanessa Guillen, you will see one too many people have the same exact story that she went through of being a female in the army, the Marines, Air Force, Navy, doesn't matter what branch, that they were sexually harassed, but they were too scared to talk about it. I mean, even sexually assaulted, and they were too scared to bring it up because it was either a superior or someone higher ranking, and they didn't want it to affect their career because most of the time, if you're vulnerable in that vulnerable state, they usually are like, well, if you say anything, this could ruin your career or I could ruin your career or do you want to really look like a slut in your chain of command, blah, blah, blah. They, they say those words to you, male or female, it doesn't matter. They say those words to you so they have some type of power over you. And it's disgusting how often it happens. I truly believe that this case with this coming out and everybody else bringing their case out to support Vanessa and what she went through. Unfortunately for her, 
they say that they did find remains in the area. They got an anonymous tip and they went and searched this area and they found human remains around that area. And it was in a shallow grave. They said that it wasn't dug very far. They put rocks over it and that was that. It's disgusting. This whole story is so fucking disturbing. And when you watch the newsreel, if you do, they tell you like the their chain of Fort Hood's chain of command hasn't done a whole lot. They have found more about Vanessa's case from social media rather than her own chain of command who should be working on this, who should be doing justice for her family, and they haven't. And unfortunately, there are one too many chain of commands that do this type of shit. From firsthand experience, I've dealt with my fair share of shitty leadership, but none have ever treated me like I am fucking worthless. And that is what Vanessa's chain of command is doing right now. And it's unacceptable. Fort Hood is a fucking shit show right now. There was an article when I was looking all this up, there was also an article that said five people were in custody for a sex trafficking ring in Fort Hood, a fucking army base. And on top of that, when before they found Vanessa's remains, they found another soldier who had been missing for a whole entire year. They found his remains around the same area. His name was Gregory Morales. They considered him AWOL. They didn't even do any type of search what they've done for Vanessa, and that's pretty much because of her fucking family. Who knows why this kid went AWOL? They don't know. But no one attempted to try and find this kid? Like what, what happened with his case? It wasn't on the news. The news feed that I watched about Vanessa said that they actually did almost, well, they tried to catch him. His name was Aaron Robertson. They were able to connect him with Vanessa's murder. However, he was pulled over in Colleen and when the cops tried to make contact with him, he shot himself. He killed himself right there in his car. He had a bolo out for a reason. Obviously, they're getting closer and closer to what the fuck is happening with these soldiers if it was worth him killing himself. It's pretty fucked up. The attorney that is on the case, or Vanessa's case, said that one of the biggest things was sexual harassment wasn't taken seriously for this chain of command and that it wasn't chargeable. That's why Vanessa was kind of pushed to a to the side with this whole situation, which is kind of fucked up because the UCMJ, Uniform Code of Military Justice, all military members fall under. It doesn't matter what branch you're from. Article 134 is pretty vague. However, if she had the right representation, if she had a supervisor that fucking knew anything or cared, they would have been able to tell her this is worth going to legal about. Like, let's bring this to somebody. Let's bring this to the chain of command. I support you. We'll get through this together. You have SARC, and I don't know how others, other branches deal with it, but SARC is a separate entity to help you cope or to help you go to legal with sexual assault, harassment, any kind of misconduct like that. She, I feel like she wasn't given proper, the proper education to know that she could have gone to SARC. There are SARC representatives in your unit, your platoon, all that kind of stuff, but you don't have to go to them. 
you can just go straight to the Sark office and be like, hey, this is what happened to me. What can we do about it? But for her being a young soldier and the position that she was probably in, no one probably fucking told her a goddamn thing on how to defend herself. And it sucks because I know that, especially reading some of the stories that are hashtagged, I am Vanessa Guillen, a lot of these women and men that I've talked to, they weren't given the chance or the right education to be like, hey, this happened to you. It was wrong. It's not right. You can do something about it. A lot of them just fucking deal with it. They go to therapy and they move on with their careers or they get out of the military because it it was too hard on them. That's so fucking depressing because a lot of these people are great people and would benefit our military if they stayed in but because they were treated so fucking poorly the military loses out on that and then we get the shitty people that stay in that shouldn't be in for them to ruin good careers isn't fair and I know me personally being a female in the military it isn't easy no matter what what branch you're in we're always labeled as something and I've I've definitely done it with other females I've fallen into that because Sometimes you forget that you need to support each other just because you get caught up in a male-dominated career field. A perfect example of women being labeled is I have seen, me personally, I've been called out as that blonde chick that gets drunk a lot. (laughs) Not the fact that I've won an award every single year since I've been in and I've been in for six years not the fact that I've worked my fucking ass off to rank up to be better than my superiors none of that that doesn't matter it's the fact that people just talk about me being drunk all the time I may drink every now and then or a little more than the usual human being but (laughs) The, the fact of the matter is that's how people know me because they don't choose to say my name Or if they do say my name, they'll be like, Johnson. They'll say, oh, who's that? The bitch that drinks all the time. They don't say the girl that won Airman of the Year, the girl that won Volunteer of the Year, the girl that sings the national anthem for bass. They don't say any of that. They never want to talk about the good qualities and the good shit that you've done. That happens way too often to women in the military. They label them, depending, and especially this is an example all over, Say a woman sleeps with somebody in the squadron. Say a woman sleeps with somebody outside of the squadron. But somebody knows that person. As soon as that is brought to work, it's fucking game over. I have seen it hinder women's careers because they wanted to sleep around for a little bit. Holy fucking shit. A woman can sleep around? No fucking way. That's not allowed. Are you fucking kidding me? It's bullshit. How... We put women on a pedestal. And then on top of that, some men in some careers want to be like, oh my God, the woman in this career field get everything because they're women. Get the fuck over it. We get what we want to get because we use our resources. We work our asses off. I'm sorry you just feel like you're entitled because you're a man in the military. Get over yourself. And I'm going to put it out there. Not every male is like that. Not every male, but I have ran into the very few that are like that. I'm not going to say that we're all perfect because I've also run into females that aren't a great representation for females in the military because 
They choose not to take care of themselves. They choose not to look out for their career. It goes both ways, but because females are in a male-dominated career field, we're looked at completely differently. And it's so rewarding sometimes because when you're on top in a male-dominated career field, you know you've worked hard. People have seen you and your struggles and your strifes and you got on top because you didn't stop. You didn't let people bring you down. You did what you had to do to get where you are. And it, it's really rewarding when you're at that point. But so many women have to go through so much fucking bullshit to get there. It's not fair, but it is what it is. We do what we have to do to be the best. And that should go for anybody. But because we are women in the military, we're just seen completely different. So that is my rant for the beginning of this podcast. I really wanted to talk about it because it's something that is so fucking tragic and it needs to be talked about. So I'm really hoping after talking to you guys about this that you will do some research and you will try to understand that this is not okay fort hood needs to be held accountable for what the fuck is ever going on on that base because clearly it's nothing good i haven't heard anything ever since vanessa's case came out i haven't heard one goddamn good thing about fort hood all this shit just keeps popping up and it's not okay. It needs to be taken care of so that it doesn't happen again. Because if it happened to her, it can happen to anybody else. Anybody, no matter what branch you're in, it can happen. Because if those stories, when you hash, when you search the hashtag I am Vanessa Guillen, those stories are so fucking sad that these men and women had to go through that type of bullshit. And some of them prevailed and still moved on with their career because they weren't going to let it stop them. And then some of them got out and it fucking ruined them. It just depends on your mentality and how you handle the situation. So I really hope you guys look at her case and really just post what you can or research what you can to help her family out. Because I know if it was me, if I was in Vanessa's situation, I would really hope my friends and family would do whatever the fuck they could to get justice to learn the story and to make sure something like this never happens again to anybody. While my first topic was very serious, I do want to end episode five on a little more lighthearted note. So I want to talk to you guys about what I've been doing lately. And my last podcast, my last episode, <laughs> I told you guys that I was practically on house arrest. Well, I've been free for the past couple of days and I just feel like a new woman. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's been nice to finally get the fuck out of my house. My friend Steph came to visit me from New York. Miss you already. Some of our, our little adventure that we went on, <laughs> we went to go see these natural hot springs. And I've been there before, but it wasn't really in season. It was just... What we went to is one of the hot springs that's free. You don't have to pay to get in. It's not owned by anybody. It's super small. And in order for it to be like a pool, you have to make your own with rocks. Unless you want to feel it come right out of the side of the ground. And that shit is fucking hot. I don't recommend doing that. <laughs> we get to this spot that I wanted to show her. 
And mind you, we've passed it so many fucking times. I just didn't realize it was where we were supposed to go. Anyways, we get there, we pull off to the side and there's a bunch of people that are parked there already. And we walk over. I walked over first. Steph was a little bit behind me. And when I get there, I look down and there are two butt ass naked men that are building their own little pools around this hot spring. And I did my best to look completely natural. Like I wasn't surprised to see some butt ass naked men in that area. Like it was fucking normal or something. But the thing about it is you had this 60 year old man, I want to say he was butt ass naked. And then you had this 20 year old man. This 20 year old man had a fucking bush where there shouldn't be one. All right. It's fucking 2020. This is not the time for Bush anymore. We're way past that. But what's funny is this 60-year-old man had nothing. He was he was clean-shaven. He had a little bit of hair, right? But nothing. He kept his shit clean. And I was like, what in the fuck is going on right now? In the midst of it all, you had people that were fully clothed in the water that are just hanging out with these naked-ass dudes. And it was a weird situation for me to be in because... I mean, being naked is cool. I fucking love being naked. It's fine. But it was just weird for me to see it out in front of everybody. And as I'm trying to explain stuff, what the hot springs are, I'm pointing. And it never occurred to me that these people might have thought I was fucking pointing at them like some rude ass bitch. It is what it is. I'll never see them again in my whole entire life. But it was something that was fucking hella unexpected. It it made the trip great because nothing on that trip was going as planned everything we couldn't find a place to camp we had to pick some random fucking spot it ended up being beautiful it really was but we had no service to even search for any other place (laughs) but as steph says it's all about the adventure so it was it was a good time i got a nice story out of it what i want to relay to everyone listening whoever you are whatever you consider yourself as, it is 2020. No Bush 2020. And I'm not talking about the goddamn president. (laughs) I'm talking about the hair around your genital areas. There should not be a Bush. It's okay if there's some hair. I get it. Clean shaven is hard to keep up with and it kind of itches sometimes when it's starting to grow back and it's just a lot of work. If you get it waxed, great. That's cool too. I know guys normally don't do that because that shit fucking sucks. (sighs) Just no, no giant bush, all right? Save yourself the trouble. Save us all the trouble. Not that all of us are really going to see what's going on down there. Just don't do it, okay? Thanks. I also want to thank you guys for listening into the podcast. It really means a lot to me, the support that I'm getting, the reach out that I'm getting from everybody. Because sometimes I'm like, Is anybody even really listening? Should I really even keep doing this? So when I get responses from you guys, it really helps. One of the responses that I've got, it was a question that I got in one of my DMs. It was from last week's episode. And they said, hey girl, loved your episode four. You both did great. Thank you. Thank you. I've been practicing. (laughs) But she goes, I was wondering, how do you respond to an unwanted dick pic (laughs) it it all varies 
Um, if it's somebody that I've been talking to for a while and then they send me one and I'm just like, you know, man, not in the mood. I've already seen it. Like, I don't need to see it again unless I ask for it. (laughs) But if it's somebody that I don't know, like I just added them on Snapchat and that's the first thing they send me kind of thing. I always delete them. But before I do, I always make some fucking smart ass remark just because I'm like, well, I can delete you. I, I'm never going to see you because normally I meet these guys on some type of dating app. So I always just want to make a smart ass comment about it. So I'll either go nice tiny dick or you probably shouldn't flaunt that around. <laughs> Stop making a fool of yourself. And the last one that I use the most is, yo man, I've seen way better. And then I delete them. <laughs> I always feel like if you're going to put yourself in that situation, 99% of the time, you cannot expect a girl to be like, oh yeah, baby, give me more. I feel as if you should probably know you're going to get some type of negative comment back. Because what the fuck do you expect us to do? Did we really want to see your dick? No. But did you send it to us anyways? And what did you expect out of it? Obviously, I'm going to be a bitch. Do I need to be? Probably not. But I feel as if when you're getting unsolicited dick pics from somebody, you have to say something about it or just let them know, hey, it's not always like a good thing for you to send this out because you will get negative comments back. And if you don't tell them, they're never going to know. Men are kind of dumb sometimes. (laughs) So I feel like you got to be blunt. So thank you for... (laughs) the question from last week's episode. I hope I answered it to the best of my ability. You can approach the situation in any way you want. And I'm actually interested in hearing how some of you guys have approached the situation because I know it just doesn't happen to me and my roommate. It happens to a bunch of us, (laughs) male and female. It's a great time. Another question that was dm'd to me was if i was going to talk about more conspiracy theories pizzagate was kind of a one-time thing just because i normally like i said in my last episode i normally don't look into conspiracy theories because i've i've looked at them and a lot of them are just kind of fucking ridiculous and i know a lot of people have told me pizzagate's fucking ridiculous too I still choose to believe in it. I just, I've gone down the rabbit hole with this theory and there's just, there's too much for me not to believe in it. People are going to call me crazy, but that's okay. But no, I'm not going to go into any more, well, let me take that back. So far, my plan is to not go into any more conspiracy theories. Who knows what will happen in the future, but my episodes are not going to be based on that. And if you want to hear more about conspiracy theories, there's definitely at least two podcasts that I know of that go in depth on all the conspiracy theories. So if you're interested, just go on to iTunes or Spotify and you will definitely find, you will definitely find them. And they're pretty interesting. They really are. But I can't help but just not believe in most of the theories that they go in depth of. But that is it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Just letting you know, I am on Spotify and iTunes now. So a lot of people, they've been complaining because on SoundCloud, you 
have to stay on it to listen. You can't, you know, just look at your phone and scroll and do other things. But on iTunes and Spotify, you can listen while looking at Facebook, Instagram, or your dick pics on your phone. (laughs) I will be talking to you guys in a few weeks. Have an amazing 4th of July. I'm sure we will have plenty of stories to share. I will talk to you later. Bye.